Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Proverbs 21, but before we get started, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for loving me and loving all of us. You're a very gracious and kind God. You're the creator of the world, and yet you care about us. You care about me. You care about each one of us. And it's amazing that you do, Lord. You've got so many people, so many elements, and yet you love me. I'm grateful for it. And I just pray, Lord, that today, as we read, that we would find the the wisdom that you want us to see and hear. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would guide us, that you would help us understand what we need to know and help us with wisdom and understanding. And I pray for your words, your wisdom, your guidance to cleanse our hearts, our minds, so that we only ponder and focus on what is good, what is right, and what is just, that we would ponder you, Lord, each and every day and all day today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, chapter 21, I found four verses this time that really kind of impacted me. They helped me, you know, they they struck home and helped me see different ways to continue to love God with my whole heart and being, and also to think about how I can love others. But they're really interesting because they're broken into a warning and then really just kind of promises and then, you know, facts about how people are. So with that, let's go ahead and get started in chapter 21, verse 1. In the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels towards all, all who please him. A person may think their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. So I, that kind of hit home. It was going to be one of the main ones that I looked at, but really it's because God looks at our actions to do what is right and just versus just sacrificing, which you know can be significant, but it can also be minor. It could be that we sacrifice something that's really not that important to us or that hard. Verse 4. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the unplowed field of the wicked produce sin. The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. A fortune made by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a deadly snare. The violence of the wicked will drag them away, for they refuse to do what is right. The way of the guilty is devious, but the conduct of the innocent is upright. Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome woman or wife. The wicked crave evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. When a mocker is punished, the simple gain wisdom. By paying attention to the wise, they get knowledge. The righteous one takes note of the house of the wicked and brings the wicked to ruin. Whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. A gift given in secret soothes anger, and a bribe concealed in the cloak pacifies great wrath. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. 
that struck home to me because how often have I seen where people are appalled by, and our society is appalled by good. It seems like we're in a time right now where good is considered bad and bad is considered good. Whoever strays from the path of prudence comes to rest in the company of the dead. Whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich. That struck me basically, hey, you got to focus on things other than the pleasures and the worldly. If you focus on that, you're just going to wind up poor. The wicked become a ransom for the righteous and the unfaithful for the upright. Better to live in a desert than with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. That was a promise that I really hit home with me. It's a fact. If I pursue righteousness and love, life, prosperity, and honor will be mine. One who is wise can go up against the city of the mighty. And one and pulled, I'm sorry, verse 22. One who is wise can go up against the city of the mighty and pull down the stronghold in which they trust. Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. You know, I've mentioned it before. At times I, I act too quickly and too, too rashly. I have partial facts, not all the facts. And therefore I act. And I wear my, my emotions on my sleeve often. And I need to, you know, put that in check because this verse really strikes home to me. Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. I need to be more careful with what, I've, what I say and when I say it and whatnot. Verse 24, the proud and arrogant person, mocker is his name, behaves with insolent fury. The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. All day long he craves for more, but the righteous give without sparing. The sacrifice of the wicked is detestable, how much more so when brought with evil intent. A false witness will perish, but a careful listener will testify successfully. The wicked put up a bold front, but the upright give thought to their ways. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. So that's chapter 24, and let's just go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this day, and thank you for your words. Thank you for your wisdom and insights. And I just lift up this time, and I pray that our hearts and our minds would be totally receptive to your word and your wisdoms. I just pray that we would seek you out on a daily basis, and that throughout our day we would focus on you. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.